going on, everyone? You're listening to the Valley's Most Notorious Podcast. I'm Jay. I'm not in Buddha or not in today. But you have now tuned in to The Raw Experience. Now, we have a returning guest. You might as well be an honorary member of the podcast. <laughs> uh, welcoming back, Andre. Hey, how's it going? And we have a first-timer who's really not a first-timer, who, <laughs> who's been on here like three times, but... <laughs> She just never made it. But we'll talk more about that at some point. Uh, Lolly. Hello, everybody. Pleasure to be here. Finally. <laughs> now, I said I said she's a returning member because she was supposed to be on our original religion episode, and that episode actually got deleted by my laptop. And so then we're supposed to do a second episode last week, and there was a mistake on my part, so... Well, <laughs> so, but we're good now. We're on, she's on the episode finally, so. Yay. Yes. How's everybody's week? Pretty good so far, now that it's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, thank God. Even though it was like a four-day week, though. Did you have, did you have to work Monday on Memorial Day? No, nah, I was off. Yeah. Same. And it you still felt like a long-ass week. I know. That's funny that you say that, because I felt the same way now. Yeah. Yeah. And so now I'm just ready for the weekend. Oh, I just want to throw a shout-out to my boy, Kerwin. It's his... 26th birthday, hey. aka Lil Scrappy. <laughs> Did you see my Instagram? You didn't. You don't get on Instagram. I do not like. I Instagram. put like a comparison picture of him and like Scrappy on a. <laughs> I had to show it to Yo, you. Yo, what? He looks just like him. Yeah, he does. <laughs> For anybody that hasn't seen him, he looks just like him. <laughs> All right, love but... hip hop. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, stop. <laughs> anyway, we're just gonna jump into this podcast um I, i'm i'm looking into starting this new segment on the podcast called uh raw talk Ooh, i like that yeah it's going to be a segment where we ask listeners for uh scenarios or situations or uh just questions that they might have that we will answer and give our opinion on and so myself and my two guests have asked their social media followers questions and asked them to submit um, scenarios that they would like to have answered on this podcast and the three of us will go through them and give you guys our responses y'all really should brace yourselves for this episode because we've got a lot of very interesting situations to discuss yes today (laughs) (laughs) like the stuff is crazy um these people will remain anonymous i won't I won't uh, tell anybody's names or anything like that. Um, so we're going to start with Andre. <laughs> Whew. Mine is heavy, y'all. I mean, this bubble up this is the longest one, but <laughs> this is the juiciest one, too. So mine is actually a letter-ish. It was written to me just for tonight, just so that way we could just openly discuss and for real feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to get right into it. It reads... Good evening, Raw Experience family. As one of you already know, I've been living in the ABE for the last five years. I moved here with my baby's mother, two boys, and our baby girl after we decided we wanted a fresh start after living in Washington for what seemed like our whole lives. Because of the nature of the situation, I won't use any names that might incriminate myself or anyone else. Confidentiality, you know. Anyhow, around this time two years ago, my girl's best friend offered me a contractor job through her agency, 
And ever since, she's worked closely with me to make sure that I am enjoying my assignments and then I'm bringing her referrals to keep her business moving. One day, when my girlfriend needed the car to go to work, my recruiter offered me a ride to work. After an hour and a half commute, it seemed like we were really getting a chance to vibe and get to know each other for the first time. Something seemed familiar about her that I couldn't really set straight. Unfortunately, listen to this. Unfortunately, I must not have gotten enough sleep that night, and I mistakenly let it slip that me and my girl haven't had sex since before my daughter, who's at this time 17 months, had been conceived, and that I was starting to feel distant because of the lack of intimacy in our relationship. I quickly apologized, but instead of scolding me for being so open, she took the opportunity to tell me that good dick is a terrible thing to waste. And that I should never have been neglected to feel that way in the beginning. Oh, God. She told me how ever since our first interview, she could tell that I probably had a, quote, voracious, unquote, (laughs) sexual appetite. And that one girl couldn't be left to do a woman's work when the day was over. I can't lie and say I wasn't intrigued. So I laughed and I agreed with her. And the conversation seemed mostly normal afterward. That same afternoon after I got off work. My wife said she needed the car to take to work for her commute to another facility for an overtime shift that would pay three and a half times her rate. This is good money. <laughs> the kids had been picked up from that picked up that day by their grandmother, and so I only needed to find a way home. Her friend called and offered a ride in exchange for another one-on-one over dinner. I accepted because she had really piqued my interest, and I would have been alone with the kids if I went straight home anyway. We had some drinks, I was feeling nice, and so I asked her if she was going to let me smash or if she was just teasing me. (laughs) After listening to various comments about me being a fuckboy for the next 30 minutes, I found myself rushing into Hotel Bethlehem and falling into bed with her for nearly three hours before I pulled myself together and scooped up the kids. Ever since that night, we'd been entangled in a guilty affair that was barely a secret to anyone except my baby mother. This all twisted into a disaster when I announced to my, my affair, that's when I announced to my affair that me and my girl had rekindled our flame and that she was eight months pregnant with another boy. What? This bitch found the goal to shame our decision <laughs> by telling me that one of my kids isn't even mine in the first place. What the? When wow. I questioned her statement, she told me that the day that we'd begun our affair, my girlfriend had taken the entire day to reconnect with a man from her past back in Washington and that the last she had heard he was considering proposing to her I went ballistic I got angry as fuck and regrettably I pushed her into the bedroom closet and left her to go confront my girl when I pulled up to the apartment I thought about where I'd come from and remembered that I was as dirty rotten as my girlfriend and my recruiter it's been 12 days since I found out and I'm writing you guys to get your opinion am I right for feeling betrayed or should I keep my feelings to myself and continue to work this on continue to work on this relationship. There's so much to yeah. unpack in that scenario. Ooh, that's fresh. That was 12 <laughs> days wow. ago. Wow. Um should he Somebody need to call Hotel Bethlehem. <laughs> check the receipts. Yeah, who in there? Pull them security tapes. That's <laughs> wild. So, because he feels rotten for what he did. Mm-hmm. Or should he just should he talk to her about it? Should he confront her about it, is what he said. Because he's pissed off because one of his kids ain't his. And he don't know which one. He had three boys, let me remind everybody. A new one, 
and oldest. Well, I don't know how old they are. He has two boys before the girl. He has one new one now. Who knows? So there, there are four kids in total, correct? Yes. Okay. See, the the thing that bothers me the most about the ending of it was the word confront. I don't feel like you can confront somebody about them doing something that you're currently doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that, that's very hypocritical in that sense. Like, you're, you're cheating too, homeboy. Don't get it twisted and try to play it out like you a victim all of a sudden. You ain't, you ain't the innocent one here either. But he might feel like that because he's not sure that his, his child may actually be his mm-hmm. child. That's deep. I mean, that's not your, your child ain't your child no more. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. And how old is his child? Well, let me go back to the letter. Hang on. Because he's been raising this child mm-hmm. for... One is the boy that they're eight months pregnant with. And then he had two boys already. I don't know how old they are. So is she trying to say... Did she try to say that who the baby she's currently pregnant with, that his girl... She didn't say. She just, the only clue was that it wasn't the girl. It wasn't the girl. Yeah, what she made it seem out to be was as if it was one of the two pre-existing children. Yeah. Not the one that she's currently pregnant with. That would be some shit if she, if the baby that she was currently pregnant with wasn't his. It's possible because, I mean, who knows? They could have been having the affair over the same time span that they were. But see, my thing is, is mind you, I watch a lot of Mari episodes on YouTube, so I'm very accustomed to people just <laughs> blurting things out to hurt the other person. Yeah. Considering the fact that she had already admitted that she was jealous of them rekindling their marriage, is there any way that she could just say that out of spite, out of anger, because he's go- he's choosing to go back to her instead of staying with the affair, like continuing the affair? That could be a possibility. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate because I feel like it's very touchy. I didn't think about that either. Unless, unless you're like for sure, for sure that you have like evidence or they're like a conversation, text message, something that this person came to and said, yeah, one of the kids isn't his. I feel like you shouldn't. You but how shouldn't do you prove it? That. Yeah. How do you thing. prove that she did it? This is a headache. Headache and a half. The only way would be to get a paternity test, but then it's like, why are you suddenly testing your kids that are at least five years old? Yeah. Can she get mad at him for his, his cheating? If she did it, I mean, Mm -hmm. like, what if she didn't cheat in the first place? Yeah. And then he just goes and exposes himself. Yeah. He's fucked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, he's getting a divorce. Um, Alimony. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Um... So I guess the only way that you could really answer this is, I mean, you can answer it in many ways, but I guess the way that I guess is most justifiable is if she was lying about the situation or not. Because if she, if she was lying about it, then he fucked up and... You're talking about if the affair was lying about what he told him? About what she told him? About, the, about her having, uh, about one of the children, like if... Not being hit. Yeah, 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 if she was lying about that, mm-hmm. then... Anything, his his him being upset is not justifiable at all. But if they both cheated at some point in their relationship, and this child isn't his, then they both have something to to kind of be to kind of hide. And I, I don't know. I I could be biased just because I have a kid, <laughs> and I know if I found out it wasn't mine, I would be devastated. Mm-hmm. 
Because it feels like a double slap in the face. That's earth There's the affair, years. and then it's like, my child isn't my child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'd then have, it's like... I'd have to leave. An affair? Do you know how serious an affair mm-hmm. is? What if she just met up with the dude the one day, they have sex, boom, done. And not even just that. An affair with her supposed friend. Right? And then there's that, yeah. Like, yeah. That's even... That's why... Okay, now that I'm, now that I'm considering that tidbit of information... I'm a little bit more inclined to say that the woman that he had an affair with might just be saying it out of like from a place of pure jealousy because that's your friend feel me like it's one thing if it were a random woman that he cheated with but like you really had to select one of your baby mom's friends out of all the women that's true it seemed I guess it was because it was easy access you know, they had that time to connect. Mm-hmm. She pursued him, you know. One she's, thing that I... She yeah. said good dick is, is, That's is terrible that to was waste. Wild. That is bravery. <laughs> yeah. That is courage, my friend. That, is that was boldness. bold. Yes, absolutely. But see, one thing that you said in the letter was that he, he in his head, he thought something felt familiar about her and that he was vibing with her to begin with. So, in my opinion... If you're if you find that feeling of familiarity with somebody else, you're looking for something that your partner doesn't have. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that should be the first indication that if you really are serious with this partner, you need to cut that off first. Try to explore that familiarity sense with your partner. Let them know without like incriminating yourself, this is how I'm feeling. Try to work it out with them. And if you can't then, tr- then break it off. Just break it off. Give your give yourself some space, some time apart to really reevaluate not only the relationship but who you are as people within the relationship. Because that's hard maintaining a relationship, especially when like you said they're not married, right? They're just mm-hmm. yeah, like baby mom, baby dad situations. I felt like I feel like they're always very volatile because mm-hmm. there's no real like the word for it there's no real connection that mm-hmm. bond there's no real bonding yeah that tie you two together besides children you know what i mean a lot of the times yeah. a lot of times it's hard for them to even make it just simply about the child exactly it about emotions exactly and so then all of the issues that they have are mainly between the parents and not the child that actually itself mm-hmm. and it's just hard to reignite that spark after you've had kids going on four kids yeah wait hold on the 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 baby that she's pregnant with now is that baby number five or baby number four four okay because they already had the two boys the little girl and this is also i I don't think i read it um there was a footnote and she said that the only clue she was going to give this person that i know was that the child that was the girl was his so it's just one of the boys, which actually makes it worse because there are three other boys to pick from. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's that. A man who DNA test. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's like, who do you test? You can test all three of them. Absolutely. What are you gonna tell your girl? <laughs> just I don't, speechless. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'm with you. I'm getting a test. <laughs> I know. I'm getting a test. And at this point, if you fucked up as well you're gonna have to kind of raise this child anyway because you're probably not gonna tell your wife that you Mm -hmm. fucked up so you're gonna raise this child regardless if it's yours or not 
That means if you eat it, you gotta eat it. You gotta yeah. bring somebody else's child to, and she Damn. may still be having an affair with that person. Damn! Oh my! God. I don't like this. I don't like this scenario. This is this. I don't like cheating. I don't like cheating. That it's just so messy. I say kill him. Oh, Andre, <laughs> come on now. Somebody come got, on now. Somebody gotta die. Oh my god! I'm done with the both of you. <laughs> honestly, somebody. Gotta Two die. for three for murder. So and I'm, honestly. Either one of them could die because I can't believe you're saying this. <laughs> hey, right he, now. Pu- he pushed her in the closet. Damn. Yeah, that that's that's a uh, that's a sketchy situation. It is. All I'm gonna say is I'm gonna pray for you, brother. <laughs> yeah, bro. You you, you, you got I'm not gonna expose. I'm not gonna expose you. You know it's all love, but this is <laughs> rough. I don't know what to tell you, dude. Not here. What a mess. Uh, would you like to? Sure. Okay, so. Since we're already talking about cheating in relationships, let me put on, let me pull up the message that I actually got so I can read the situation a little bit better. <laughs> okay, so this person <clears throat> is dating somebody mm-hmm. who has a friend that they've been friends for forever. Okay. This per the the guy. Mm-hmm. Isn't a good boyfriend. He's currently dating somebody. So the two girls, of course, like you do, whenever two friends are really good friends and they hang out all the time, the girlfriends are obviously going to get to know each other and become friends themselves. Mm-hmm. So the closer she got to this person, the more she got intel on, like, I guess, um, insight on as to the relationship. But this guy that... The boyfriend is a really bad boyfriend. He cheats on her all the time, like blatantly, blatantly flirts with other women in front of her. And the girl, she's kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place because, mind you, she's close to this girl who feels like girl code. There's 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 a type of, of connection there where she feels like she owes her an explanation. Not an explanation, but she owes her her in-depth opinion mm. but at the same time it's her her boyfriend's friend's relationship so she feels like as to not cause drama between them mm. she should kind of just stay out of it so when it comes to that situation like imagine how do I put this so, I'm not even going to try this. Just, just, it's just too much it's really is too much okay. there's too many people involved yeah there is okay so how do we how do we unpack that yeah it's, it's rough so so the boyfriend is cheating on his own girlfriend mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. his girlfriend's friend is friends with the boyfriend his girlfriend's friend is dating his friend so these are two couples these are two couples at play okay Couple number one, that's girlfriend, we'll call her girlfriend number one, all right? Girlfriend number one is became really good friends with girlfriend number two, the one that's getting cheated on. Because girlfriend number one's boyfriend mm-hmm. is really good friends with girlfriend number two's boyfriend. Okay. So before she even became friends with girlfriend number two, she had already known the kind of things that he would do behind Ooh, her back. Yes. But as time went on, 
she became closer friends with girlfriend number two mm-hmm. because of the fact that they were always hanging out together and of course couples and couples and couples are always going to hang out it's just easier that way mm-hmm. so she's stuck between telling her as a friend what he's been up to and what he's been doing and basically just say like you deserve better get out of this relationship like there's no reason you need to be in it but at the same time because girlfriend number two's boyfriend and her own boyfriend are so close together like they're really they're really good friends she feels like it's not her place to say anything because she doesn't want to start anything between them two feel me the way i explained it before was kind of like no 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 i get it now um what what we got some really good scenarios that's all i'm trying to say this is rough See, my thing is, I'm a little bit biased because, of course, I'm a woman, and I felt like if, if I were in that situation, I would want somebody to tell me. But see, this is the thing. When I'm, I'm going to backtrack again to where girlfriend number two already kind of knows. It's one of those situations where she's in denial. She knows he's doing dirty behind yeah. her back. But I guess she's just looking for that validation mm-hmm. so that she can kind of accept it herself. Like, he, girlfriend number one told me that he flirts, boyfriend number two flirts with women right in front of his own girlfriend. Like, there's no shame in his play anymore. Maybe she knows. That's what I'm saying. She knows. I just feel like she's in denial and she just wants somebody to, like, really smack that sense into her. Who so knows? Maybe there's a boyfriend number three and she's <laughs> Oh God, I hope not. That's so many people. I don't think the way she was describing girlfriend number two, I don't think that's the case. Cause like I could I could tell the hurt from the story on her part. Plot to us, maybe she's fucking boyfriend number one. Shut the front Yo. door. <laughs> <Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun>. <laughs> no. Never in a million She was like, I got something to tell you. I'm gonna tell you that right now, that's not even in the scenario. You know that's not. You know, 1,000%. As men, what, what are Because what realistically, opinion? you gotta flop genders. Mm-hmm. What they're saying is, if you were dating Almara's friend, and I knew that Almara's friend was cheating on you, and I didn't tell you. Yeah, I'd be mad. Mm-hmm. Mad as hell that you wouldn't tell me that. But you already kinda know. She does it in front of you. She's not. Yeah, yeah. She's not subtle about it anymore. Unless maybe he's a, just one of those oblivious types that just lets. Because I know some people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know some people like that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people like that around <laughs> here. Um. Damn. Mm-hmm. Could I be mad at you for not telling me, even though I'm clearly seeing it mm-hmm. myself? That's very true, actually. See, my thing is, I'm a very prideful person. I've been cheated on before. It's no fun. If I'm seeing it happening with my own two eyes, that's it, boy. That's it. The level of disrespect is really real in that scenario. And it's kind of rough that this girl doesn't have enough confidence within herself to choose herself in that regard. You know what I mean? Like, it's really sad. The way she described it, it seems like they've been together for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. And, like, if that's the case, sis, throw him out. Because he clearly doesn't give a fuck about you. I hate to break it to you, but he really doesn't. If he's doing it right in front of you, 
Yeah. That is so disrespectful in my eyes. Like, this, like at least, no. I mean, I'm not making cheating a, a, a good thing, mm-hmm. but I feel like guys who at least, I can't even use the word respect, mm-hmm. uh, are afraid of their girlfriend's reactions, mm-hmm. <laughs> will at least not do it in front of them mm-hmm. and will do it when they're not near them. I see where you're coming Like, from. not in yeah. the vicinity of, yeah. like, if you are if you feel comfortable enough to do it in front yeah. of your girlfriend, you probably... There's no shame in yeah, the Yeah, there's no... Yeah. That means that he either knows that you're not going to leave him when... Mm-hmm. If you see it, because he's pretty confident that... You're right. He's pretty confident that you probably feel like you're not going to find anything better than him. Mm-hmm. I say do whatever helps you sleep at night. But if huh? you, I say do whatever helps you sleep at night. If you need to tell to clear your conscience and say, hey, listen, you know, this dude is not doing you right. Mm-hmm. He's cheating. He's running around. If that's going to help you sleep, do it. That's true. Because like, there's no sense in holding up all that negative energy yeah. now every time you see her. Yeah. You, you can't have the sentient. friendship that you want to have because you're thinking every time, oh, I know mm-hmm. that my boyfriend's friend is just messing around on her and all that stuff. I know the relationship really well because I've known boyfriend number one since middle school and I know the relationship is strong enough where I feel comfortable in saying that girlfriend number one can go to her boyfriend and say, you know, the closer I get to this girl, the more respect I have for her and the more I want to tell her straight up that her man's trash. So I know that he's your friend. And I know it might cause some animosity between you two, but out of respect for her, I need to tell her, and I'm going to tell her. Kind of take that stance, because yeah. like, if like you said, gender swap the situation, you wouldn't want your boy not yeah. to tell you if your if yeah. your, your girl is is cheating on you. You know what I mean? Like that's that's cheating is just so messy, and it turns into such a negative cycle that it starts affecting every single aspect of your life and not even just your life everyone around you as well I've, I've been in situations where I've seen significant others like from, I have friends mm-hmm. and their significant other might be cheating better not be me <laughs> <laughs> no it's definitely <laughs> not <laughs> no it's not you I promise oh um, uh, and you can't tell them because they don't see anything wrong with that person. It's kind of like that person is kind of like mm-hmm. they, they could do nothing wrong in their eyes. So even though they might see it themselves, they're thinking maybe I'm being too insecure or mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah or, or they might be doing something wrong themselves and they feel like they probably can't bring it up. But I think those added elements are also important. I think there's like a third level to that like what if maybe the person that you're dealing with is a cheater themselves what if maybe the girlfriend number two is cheating yeah what if maybe she has sort of an anger management problem what if she lashes out on just everyone around her because of the news context what if maybe she challenges you and says hey how dare you Mm -hmm. you know step into my relationship and start throwing accusations out there Mm -hmm. Because they're so in denial. The only thing that makes me feel like that wouldn't be the case is the fact that girlfriend number one says said that she really opened up to her and confided in her as a real friend would. And I feel like if you were really that type of person where you would lash out and, get, and let anger take the best of you, you wouldn't put yourself 
in that vulnerable of a state to somebody you're just learning, you're just becoming friends with. You know what I mean? So I feel like from her perspective, it's really coming from a place of like, I'm hurt, I'm confused, I'm conflicted, I need your help. What What would you do if you were in my shoes? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Mm. <sighs> it's rough. It is rough. It's rough. But like, like Andre said, I feel like whatever makes you sleep at night, Whatever, whatever doesn't conflict with your morality and your integrity, that's what you have to do. And if I know this person pretty well, I'm inclined to say she should just tell. Her. I would just tell. Yeah. yeah. She should just tell. All that talk about boyfriend number one and girlfriend number one and stuff like that made me think about that song, Boyfriend Number Two. That's the same here. And they kept singing it in my head the whole time while we were talking. It's points where I got distracted. <laughs> but okay. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to go. So this one is saying, it says, uh, what is the bro code when it comes to sleeping with, sleeping with, talking to, or dating your friend's ex? Mm-hmm. Sex, uh, sex slash sexual partner slash talking situation. So it could be mm-hmm. either of three of those situations. Those are all different situations. Yeah. Exactly what I was going to say. So okay, well let's, let's start yeah. with your friend's ex. Okay. What is bro? What, what is bro code when it comes to that? I think it depends on how much of a bro you are, honestly. Ooh, yeah. well, if you if you're actually like, let's put bro aside. If you're somebody's real friend, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it. You're right. I, I'm sure. I mean, I'm making assumptions. I'm sure women are not out here just dating their best friend's exes. Yeah. I don't know why dudes are so ass thirsty that they just feel like they need to like there's a million women in the world millions of mm-hmm. women in the world and it has to be that person mm-hmm. okay so I'm gonna ask you mm-hmm. would you ever would you ever date your ex's friend or best friend and in what circumstances would have to bring you to that point it's very interesting that you asked because I want to say maybe a year ago that act, that scenario actually played out in my DMs <laughs> on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, my ex's like best friend slash brother mm-hmm. kind of sparked up a conversation with me, and we were contemplating getting to know each other. That's it, point blank. I'm the type of person that I don't jump into talking to people. I really have to, like, you know, dip my toes and really get a feel for who you are as a person. Because I feel like if I don't establish a friendship first, a relationship is never going to come after. Especially after the relationship that I had with his Mm. friend. I'm like, yeah, he really scarred me. So he felt, he ended up feeling really guilty just even talking to me. Mm -hmm. And he went to my ex. And my ex was like, no, don't do it. Stop. And I'm like, mind you. What was his reasoning for that, though? His reasoning for what? Going to him? What was his reasoning? What was your ex's reasoning for him saying, no, don't do it? Was was it like out of simply because he felt like you weren't good for his friend? Or was it because he was just like jealous or just said, no, that's my ex. I don't want you doing anything with my ex, period. How long were you guys together? Me and his friend. From the time I would see, the thing is, we were never really official, in my opinion. He never once asked me to be his girlfriend. He just kind of was talking to 
a friend of his on the phone one day and called me his girlfriend. But we were very young, mind you. I was 18 going on 19. And we were on and off for about like three and a half years, almost four years. But like, I emphasize on and off because homeboy cheated on me habitually, recreationally, mind you. So from your perspective, I feel like there's not anything wrong with you for pursuing that. That's what I'm saying. And mind you, we broke up slash stopped talking early 2015. So it's been been four, however, I don't know when the situation happened, but it's been some some years. It was at least three years. Three years. So you were on and off four years, and then it's been three years since you were dating. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And mind you, my ex has a whole fiance and isn't even living in the same state. So it's like, what? Why? So it's kind of like, fuck him then. Kind of. Kind of. Because, like, um, you said he cheated mm-hmm. habitually, mm-hmm. <laughs> recreationally. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really good friends now. Not really good friends, but, but like, I yeah. became good friends with a girl he cheated on me with. I didn't even hold her against it. Yeah. Because oh, wow. she came to me and she was like, yeah. He Lots told me. He told me you weren't a thing. And I was like, that's funny, because he told me you weren't a thing. I was like, mm, okay. So I'm going to have to ask. <laughs> I'm not going to use any names that are going to incriminate anyone. <laughs> <laughs> John, if I were single and I hypothetically dated a person that you know I'm referring to. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no, wait, I don't know who you're referring to. Or do I do I know roughly off the top the, of my head yeah, it'd be roughly it'd be the me. roughly the same amount of time it's been since you Okay. Since, yeah. If I dated that person right now and I were single, which I am not <laughs> I'm stupid. Clarify. I'm stupid, yeah. Clarify. He's a married From man. The wife. I'm very married. <laughs> um how would you feel? I think I wouldn't care. I mean, no, no, I would care, but for your safety and not for oh and not and not for my for my own personal reason. For your pride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Simply because, yeah, yeah. he's crazy. <laughs> he's fucking crazy, bro. And you know it is. And we're gonna have a discussion. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a outside of this, but <laughs> yeah, I would just it, like if she was like if I felt like she was rational, Ooh. I would say, all right, well. That's that's your cup of tea, then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then go ahead. Plus, but because, because she's anymore. not rational, and I feel like she would lead lead you down the wrong path. I was gonna be like, no. I would say you have to think about this. Obviously, you you had a you had a bad breakup with your ex, and you going through something right now. You not you not seeing something straight right now. So I'm gonna be your I'm gonna be your guy because I'm your brother. You can't do this. You can't do this to yourself. Wow, the way you talk about <laughs> this woman. Yeah, let me I'm stop. So- <laughs> I can't say any. I can't say anything. I don't want to say anything about this person. I will not name any names that will incriminate <laughs> myself. I do not have I might be biased because <laughs> I might be but y'all done. I might be biased because I've been with Almar since 2011. So I have to think if we broke up right now and 3 years from now you dated Almar, you have to die. <laughs> That's the I, way yeah, I well, yeah, it. well yeah, yeah. I mean, to but. bring it back to the question though, I feel like because of the fact that they stipulated actual relationship versus 
a simple sexual partner versus somebody that they were just talking to. Mm-hmm. If it was somebody that they were just talking to, go for it. There was there was obviously nothing there between you guys, otherwise it would have turned into a relationship in the first place. So okay. I feel like as long as you, my thing is, is if you're really good friends with that person, always come to them first before you make the decision of actually getting to know this there person. There we go. Just, just simply again out of respect, not only for whatever, whatever moments you shared with that said person, but for your friendship with them as well. You don't, you don't ever want to jeopardize a true friend over easy dig. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then a sexual partner again tell them obviously they had a they had a connection that turned into intimacy and if you know you feel that that connection starting as well it could possibly turn into intimacy for you as well tell your friend tell your friend and if it were an ex yeah yeah yeah. it's pushing it's pushing the line a little bit you pushing yeah yeah because then it comes into play like well, how long ago was it? Mm-hmm. If it was something like a decade ago, I can under I can understand. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. because only simply speaking in the context of living in the ABE, because everyone knows everyone. Yes. yes. Oh my God. Everyone knows everyone here. It's kind of hard to find a new person that some that someone you know didn't hook up with at some mm-hmm. point in their life. But like, mm. I say all the time that everyone in this this city or this area has slept with everybody. Oh. <laughs> Be, whether you whether you actually physically did it or not, mm-hmm. somehow you have Ooh. slept with everybody in this area. Ooh. That's where that six yeah, degrees of separation <laughs> comes into play. Because, oh my, like, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've dated someone who just knew someone in the circle of the last person I dated, or just knew someone who knew the person who used to date the person I, I used to date so it's oh like God. and wouldn't wouldn't that even put like a subliminal bad taste in their mouth in your mouth yeah for, for that person mm-hmm. just knowing exactly. that they yes. knew somebody that's close to you mm-hmm. and it, and that usually does that for me so yeah. I yeah uh, for the situation Swampy, murky waters I'll say that yeah I would say it depends on the the situation out of the three that you named and the amount of time that you were dating or sleeping with or talking to that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and like like Lobby said, um, talk to your friend about it before going ahead and doing it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, who would like to give the next? Since, okay, since we're in the topic of relationships, let's kind of transition the relationship into workplace relationships, shall we? <laughs> yeah. All right, so no. I got an instance where this girl is a manager okay. and she was got in, she got involved in a little tryst with her superior okay mm. it took place over several months um, and considering how most jobs are around here gossip around them two formed really really fast like I'm talking about like instantaneously and she was she was interested in this person and her boss but he made it known from the get-go that you know it was just fun there wasn't anything to really be searching for within her in terms of a relationship and then as well the fact that they're he's her boss Mm-hmm. She's a boss in her own right. Murky waters again. 
So how do you feel about that workplace relationship? I've had one. Ooh, scandal. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't work. For me personally, it did not work because when it ended, it made it hard for either one of us to do our job correctly mm-hmm. without the other person having some type of resentment. And then, it, like, I worked, well, for one, I worked in the psych unit. Ooh. This person had That's to have my place. back. <laughs> this person had to have my back when shit went down. Mm-hmm. Like, if a crazy person came at me and, like, attacked me, mm-hmm. this person then had to come and help me when this, and during this time period, because this person was resentful, because it didn't work out, she kind of just let me get Damn. thrashed or beat up or whatever in the situation. Uh, it, and then it went around, like, rumors just went around after mm-hmm. the fact. Like, oh, uh, well, yeah, like, uh, he ain't shit and mm-hmm. blah, blah. And, and me, I'm a quiet person, so I don't usually, I don't usually do the rumor shit. Like, I don't, I'm not going to say anything about it anyway. Mm-hmm. But other people are different. And so... I, I just it, it makes it makes things more difficult than it needs to Absolutely. be. Absolutely. And then people then contemplate leaving their job mm-hmm. or how well, to she did at one point. She ended up leaving. No, she didn't leave, but she she definitely thought about leaving. it. Yeah. yeah. And, and I just I don't think that it's it's worth it. I think like you said earlier, there are a thousand there are a million people or over a million people that you could be dating. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to happen. It doesn't need to be anyone in your your friend group, like your exes or whatever, it doesn't need to be anyone at your job either. Like these are the people you work with. Now sometimes these things work out. Sometimes work relationships work out and you can you can kinda like differentiate between all right, the this is work yeah. and this is and this is our relationship. These these two can't intersect. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that people, especially our age, can manage that can kind manage of professional can manage the two. Um so that's where I kind of stand on that. What do you think? I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Point blank, just not. I would not do it. Yeah, I unless I were quitting on ASAP, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. The thing that made me feel very hesitant about it was the fact that she had just been promoted to a manager, and he was not responsible, but he definitely had help in getting her there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Considering how easily the rumors started and how accurate and factual they were without the people gossiping even realizing that they were onto something factual, it made me really nervous for her because she really did work her ass off to get to to be a manager. And again, I would hate anyone to jeopardize their career, their friendship, anything that they've put work and time and effort into over dick. It's not worth it. It's just not worth it. The same goes like gender swap. The same mm-hmm. goes for for a, for a man. It's not because he's not worth it. I hate to break it to you, but it's really not worth it. That's hard to explain to a twenty three year old or a twenty four year old that <laughs> it's not worth it though. Because mm-hmm. the world kind of tells you that it is <laughs> that it is worth it, and that this is probably the best thing that you that could happen to you because girls want you. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Why not go ahead and do it? single or in a relationship they kind of tell you it's okay yeah. so i don't know i mean i do know no don't 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 do it yeah. don't don't fall for yeah. that uh that shit at all mm-hmm. um it's probably best if you want your job and you appreciate your job and it's a good job and you don't plan on leaving it anytime soon 
just just stay out of workplace relationships. Nip it in the bud. Yeah. I feel like ninety percent of us feel that way, but there's somebody at home listening to this right now with their arm around the intern that just <laughs> last Friday. The saying, secretary. They don't know what they're fucking talking about. Plain as bullshit. Turn the show off. Like I, like I said, it, 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 I, I had it the one time and it didn't work. And I was tempted afterwards, afterwards because I just, I hadn't learned my lesson. Mm-hmm. But I, I had to have learned my lesson because I never let it happen again. I, I was tempted to, yeah. but no, I, never, never again, never again. I won't let that happen. It really, it really fucks stuff up. And I ended up leaving my job. I won't say all because of that, but there, that, that played a part into it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just, it just wouldn't work out. And I mean, here we are years later, I mean, that person are like cool and friends now. And mm-hmm. she's like married and has kids now and wow. stuff like that. So like, she's like, she's good, but mm-hmm. yeah, like it, it just, it just wasn't worth it at the time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you have another? Nope. All right. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I'm going to go on to the next question here. Should a man raise a child that is conceived from an affair? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> you really hit Andre hard. But so, also so, so, so. Yeah, I know. These dad husbands. So you, are, so you are married. Oh God! I, don't say Merrick. Don't say Merrick. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You are married. You are married. No, I said don't say Merrick. It can't be Merrick. It has okay. To be another kid. All right. So you are married, and three kids later. Oh wow! Your third child. That might be my girl, man. <laughs> <laughs> your third child. Your third child. Um, well, no, that's not even the way I'm trying to put this. So <laughs> you're, you're married, mm-hmm. and you are having an affair with someone else. Oh, I'm having the affair. You're having the affair. And you, a child comes out of that. So should I raise my child? Should you be... Should, yeah, exactly. Should... Do you think Amara has Let's ask America. Should I raise my child? Should I raise my child? Do you think Amara has the right to tell you that you shouldn't raise your child because it happened outside of wedlock? You cheated on her and she, and she can... Basically, tell you at this point, if you want to stay in this marriage, you raising a child and living with a child are two different things. Mm-hmm. If she's telling me I can't raise the child, that would be insane. It doesn't require any any effort effort or energy on her part for me to raise it. Mm-hmm. But the fact, what if she gives you the ultimatum of the fact that you cheated, and the only and the only way I'm staying married to you is if this child is not a not an option. Like this isn't. I personally feel like if I cheated and I'm married to her. She's entitled to say that. Yeah. She could. She's more than justified to go down to the court and say, "Hey, listen, I want a divorce." That's very. This guy. Really. I mean. Yeah. Sorry. That's a maturity on a it, level it, unheard of. It is. Here, it is. Honestly. I completely agree. I don't think I. I don't think any level of mistakes. You you fucked up, and yeah. you're, you're a horrible person probably mm-hmm. for it. But your child, you make a child, you kind of have to take care of it. Yeah. And the fact, like. How do you think that child will feel years later when they when they hear, all right, well, your father wasn't in my in your life because well, he chose his his real family or his family, his wife and his kids over over you. But then, how do your kids feel when you go to pursue a relationship with that kid? But it means your family is breaking up. Murky waters, man. Murky waters. Yeah. Um, it seems to be a theme here, and it's don't cheat. <laughs> basically. So don't if you cheat. get anything from this podcast. 
please just don't cheat. Yeah. That's it. Point blank. Or sleep with your <laughs> your, your best friends. Like anything and other <laughs> or anything. Um, I think it. I think it would really depend on the relationship that he had that he has with his wife. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine any wife. kind of hard to say because like again I, if they were me I don't know what I would do in that situation but like any any self-respecting woman as a wife I feel like has this certain obligation when they know a child is involved especially if they have children of their own mm. and I would hope that she'd be strong enough to kind of put those feelings aside like don't get me wrong completely justifiable feelings like Andre said yeah but to to think about the benefit of the child like you can't you can't take that out you can't take the 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 deception in your marriage out on that specific child that child didn't ask to be born that child didn't ask to be conceived there's no reason why it should be blamed for the turmoil Mm -hmm. that the father's deception caused. Does that make sense? No, it makes, it makes perfect sense. sense. You know? the, the, child, the child had no no play in this. Yeah. And so it's your it's your job to step up. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to tell the truth. And you're going to have to... consequences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to face the consequences of it. Um, like my mom always said, unfortunately, there are adult consequences for adult situations you put yourself in. If you weren't, if you weren't man enough to deal with this as a repercussion of your actions, then you shouldn't have made that action to begin with. You're right. In my opinion. Um. All right. I think I think that kind of covers that question. <laughs> do you have any other? Boy, do I have <laughs> scenarios. Okay. Hmm. Do you want to do the race one? Yeah. I'm okay with that. Let's, let's do that. Okay. So I got a scenario in which it's a workplace scenario again. So the gentleman works at a restaurant and unfortunately he had this incident where an African-American woman mm-hmm. tried to pull the racism card and call him a racist because she didn't get her food on time. She specifically said that he was racist because she was black and made her wait longer to get her food. When in reality, unfortunately, she just picked one of the items on their menu that just took the longest to make. What would you say in that situation? I'll I'll make it I'll make it even clearer by stating that the gentleman is white. Yeah. So there's obviously a very fickle mm-hmm. way to handle this because any way that he does is kind of feeds into if, it. If you're ordering steak <laughs> or or rack of lamb or fucking... Mm-hmm. If you're ordering a monster Krabby Patty, <laughs> you better wait for my man to pick up that big ass slab of meat and throw it on the grill. You cannot Ash. complain and say, oh, Ash. it took five minutes and therefore you're racist mm-hmm. and you're doing this because I'm black. That's completely unfair and unwarranted. You have to at least have evidence to support that the person is racist or even ignorant whatever word you're going to throw out there absolutely but just because you're a, you're i don't even want to say opposite just because you're black and the person you're dealing with is white mm-hmm. 
doesn't mean that they have to just provide you with 100% excellent service. <laughs> Honestly, at the end of the day, they should provide you with 100% excellent service, but if they don't, it doesn't mean that they're racist. But then again, it has nothing to do with his service. He, he took his order, her order. Yeah, he's a waiter. Like, yeah, and he's, just take, he's a waiter. He's, he's taking even... your order, man. Like, I don't know why you're trying to get so salty for with the cashier. He just t- he took your order, he put it through. That's all. That He did his job. He provided you the service. And, and I'm not going to sit here and negate the fact that Racism doesn't happen in restaurants and shit like definitely. that all the time. It happens all the time. Absolutely. This is definitely not a case mm-hmm. of racism. He ordered fucking French fries and you ordered Flamian. fucking filet mignon. <laughs> like it, took, it took forever for your shit to get done. And, and mm-hmm. uh, if you would rather him bring out your shit together, then mm-hmm. okay. But you, yeah. And it kind of opened up the topic of overusing the word racist. I feel like, again, there's a time and a place for everything that you say, everything that you do. Mm-hmm. And pulling that pulling that word out so easily and so frequently mm-hmm. truly detracts from the situations in which that word is truly justified. I agree. In which that situation is truly quantifies racism. Yeah. You know, because like you said, it is alive and well and very, very present in this country. Mm-hmm. Especially in this current political climate. So for you to say it because your food didn't come out when you wanted it to come out, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. That ain't the that ain't the case. Check yourself. I I think that sometimes flat out people just don't like people. Mm -hmm. Has nothing to do about your color, has nothing to do about your religion, has nothing to do about anything about you specifically. They just don't like people. They're rude as fuck, and they don't know how to treat people the right way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like that. I, I sometimes okay, so I don't discriminate when it comes to fucking slow ass, drive old ass people <laughs> driving on the road. I hate old. At all relatable. And I don't give a damn if you black, white, Hispanic, <laughs> nothing like that. You're fucking old and you're driving <laughs> in my way. I can't like. It has nothing to do about your race. Get the fuck out of my way. If I was senator, I would take away people's license at 65 and make them take the driver's test again. I vote think for, I'd have to vote, vote for you. Uh, vote for Johnny Welch, please. <laughs> uh, um, 2020. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I, I just think that, yeah, you, you're right. Like, it's the word, mm-hmm. using the word racism is overblown sometimes. Mm-hmm. It, it's not always the case. Um, I think certain people are so used to being hurt or discriminated against mm-hmm. or belittled that they have become they, they see racism everywhere mm-hmm. I won't lie I was like that at one point I, as I grew up I started to see that that's not always the case not everything is a race situation it's just a simple misunderstanding sometimes mm-hmm. it's a simple like I said people just don't like people situation it's a I don't know how his day is going and I don't know he doesn't know how my day is going so mm-hmm. and we just happen to be black or white or Hispanic or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be and so we're opposite races and we're not we're just not getting along at the moment um yeah it's not it's not it's not always a racism mm-hmm. a racism issue um I, I had to learn that at some point from Andre because there were there were some things that in the past I used to point out all the time as racism Andre is so like wise open-minded to everything mm-hmm. that at one point i was like 
this dude is a Republican. I know. He's a <laughs> <laughs> some, some, he don't want to tell me because he's afraid I'm not gonna be his friend no more. <laughs> but he's got to be a Republican. But not even that his his views were Republican like. It was just simply he wasn't always in agreement with me. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, nah. <laughs> I would have I would have conversations with people about it. Like, yo, he's low key Republican. He doesn't want to tell me, <laughs> and that's okay. I'm not gonna like not be friends with him but I think it's just that a lot of my opinions are really polarizing mm-hmm. which is fine and, and it's fine it, it is fine it is fine yeah. and, and it it also taught me to be more open-minded I don't see things the way I always used to see them you could you could say that maybe three years ago I was probably more militant black militant than I than I am Ooh. now like or not even just black I, probably, I, I was black militant but I probably have to agree yeah, like, I, I was, it, it, everything was just simply against people of color. It, just, it was always that way. No matter no matter what it was, everything was always against people of color. There was nothing else. There was no other reason for it. And he would kind of, like, tell me, no, that's not the case. See it this way, see it that way. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm not trying to start an argument with him. So I'll say, oh, okay, yeah. But in, in my head, I'm like... <laughs> Yo, I'm done. <laughs> this man probably voted for Mitt Romney. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm so dead right now. He was trying wow. to assess me. She broke. And I remember there was one point where, and this is kind of off subject, but I remember there was like a, a point where we were talking about like Obama. And you know how I am about Obama. That's, yeah. that's my dad. He's Bro, he's a fanatic. Yeah, yeah, I want him to come back. You know, it's my dad. Please say this. <laughs> but but you, but you, but you weren't necessarily yeah. speaking. You weren't necessarily necessarily speaking mm-hmm. all the Pretty positive sick. things yeah. that mm-hmm. I would speak about him, regardless if there were any bad things about him. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's just my vibe. I guess yes. And so uh, I would just be like you. Even if you did like Obama, I was, I, I was like, you don't like Obama. <laughs> <laughs> what is yeah? But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, racism is not always the not always the the thing. It's it's just simply conflicting views, mm-hmm. and I, I just don't <laughs> think that yeah. And honestly, I feel like in that instance, it was just a sense of entitlement. Yeah. there really we go. Felt, That's the word. Homegirl really felt go. like she because she placed the order. She felt like she should have been the first to get it. That's not how it works. You're right. That's not how it works. You yeah, I would love to know what made. restaurant that was. Yeah, seriously. I can't I can't tell you with that. I'll tell you afterwards, but there there aren't many in that area in that yeah. food course. I have one in mind that I think it is. <laughs> well, we are running on to an hour. Really? I know it probably seems like you weren't doing that much, but wow. um, we had so many more good good questions to go to and we're not gonna be able to hit them all. But like I said, this is gonna be a segment that I think will will add to future podcasts. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like that. Yes. Raw talk. Yes, raw talk. Uh, I want to thank Andre and Lolly for being on the podcast. Anytime. Uh, Absolutely. It was a great conversation. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I want to thank you, Lolly, for coming back again for the third time, even though it is your <laughs> first time. Thank you. Appreciate for having Robinson. confidence and actually ha- her third debut. <laughs> <laughs> this was actually going to happen. I will make sure it is. It happens. It's going to be posted. I will let you know now on everything I love <laughs> and everything that is holy. 
If you come at me saying that this episode <laughs> was somehow deleted, the audio got messed up, I am yeah. done. Okay. Right. <laughs> no, it, it, will not, it will not be deleted, I promise. No, no, no. Um, I want to say thank you to you guys for coming on. Thank you for having um, us. No problem. Uh, you guys, you guys made it enjoyable. I want to say uh, uh, we missed my other co-hosts, mm-hmm. uh, Buddha and Amanada. They have business to take care of today, so they couldn't be on it. But uh, you guys were missed. We wish you guys could have been a part a part of this uh, this conversation. But for now, we're gonna say goodbye, and thank you for listening to Raw Experience. <laughs>